Recorded live in the Phantasmo Lounge, high atop the Vance Norton building in beautiful Midtown Portsmouth, Virginia, it's Phantasmo After Dark with your host, Rob Floyd, and co-host Phyllis Floyd. Tonight's topic, Love at First Bite, and Zorro the Gay Blade. Well, hey everybody. Hey, Phyllis. Hey, Rob. Welcome back to the old podcast here. We got a, a twofer tonight. Indeed. Of uh, George Hamilton's comedy breakthrough in Love at First Bite and in Zorro the Gay Blade. Both films, a lot of fun. I've, I've liked them for a lot of years and finally got it back around to seeing them again. And both just as funny as I remember. <laughs> I had seen Love at First Bite before, but I had never seen Zora the Gay Blade until now. I'd heard about it for years, but I never saw yeah. it until now. Well, I know Love at First Bite was, I want to say, it was, it was out on VHS many years ago. I think it would took a while to get it out on DVD. Mm-hmm. And one of the big things about it is there's a song in the middle of it. They do this. It, of course, it takes place in, it was released in 79, so, you know, disco and everything is real mm-hmm. big. So they're at a club. And they do this big dance number to uh, I Love the Nightlife. Right. You know, a great disco song from that sure. era. And I, you know, I guess with the release of the film, you know, they couldn't get the rights to use the song or didn't want to pay for it. So for a while it kind of languished. And then they did release it. But with the DVD, they replaced that song with another kind of generic disco song. I don't even remember what it was. It was definitely generic. I have no idea what that song was. Yeah. I mean, like, even and it if barely I heard fit, it right now. It barely fit with the dancing. Yeah. If I heard it right this minute, yeah. I wouldn't be able to tell you what it is. I'd never heard of it before. And it kind of sucks because I love the nightlife and he's Dracula. Yeah, that was the gag, yeah. you know. Yeah. But I hear with the Blu-ray release, it's put back in. Oh, nice. So we may have to pick that up. Yeah. You know, the film itself was a lot of fun. And, you know, this may be blasphemy. Because <laughs> God knows I love Mel Brooks. I love <laughs> Mel Brooks films, but I really didn't care for Dracula Dead and loving it that much. Yeah. There were funny parts in it, but I don't think Leslie Nielsen and Mel Brooks were a good fit together. Yeah. You I know? can agree with that. Leslie's great on his own. Mel Brooks is great on his own. But yeah, yeah I, I didn't like them together. You're right. And it just, I don't know. It just didn't. This was just a little more subtle and smooand, mm-hmm. and fun and laid back and. It was a great Dracula parody, and George Hamilton was just so damn smooth anyway. Yeah. You know, so he was perfect to play Dracula, which made it funnier. Mm-hmm. I mean, Leslie Nielsen, in that, you're expecting him to be goofy and funny. Right. Even though he did start out as a dramatic actor. Yeah. But because he's become a comedian actor, he became a comedian actor. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but George Hamilton plays it just so, so straight, so smooth. Yeah. He says shit that's so funny, but it... You don't think it's going to be funny coming out of his mouth. Yeah, he's not hamming it up. He's just playing it, you know, and delivering the lines. And everybody in it was was good. I mean, the cast. Okay. You've got George Hamilton, Susan St. James, Mm -hmm. Richard Benjamin, uh, Dick Sean, Artie Johnson as Renfield. (laughs) There you go. And then you get cameos by, uh, you see some other character actors you've seen in everything, but Sherman Hemsley. Mm Mm-hmm. George Jefferson plays a preacher, and then later on you get surprised with Isabel Sanford, Wheezy, playing a judge. Yeah. Uh, which, <laughs> they were both great yeah. in those, those small parts. They were just amazing. It was, and the, the plot is basically, it starts <laughs> off with, you know, in Transylvania where Dracula's castle is, and he gets served notice by the comrades, the Romanian board or, or whatever it is, 
and they're taking over his castle to house their athletes. Yeah, it's going to become an athletic training Training ground. center. <laughs> so he has to move out. And he leaves. And this is some funny bits with the peasants and all there. And he, so he apparently has been pining over Susan St. James character, this model for years. And he says she's reincarnated. He's, he's bit her many times over the 700 years he's been alive, but never three in a row. Right. You know? So never turned her. Yeah. So he's going to, since he has to leave the castle anyway, they're going to New York and to find her. That's basically the plot right there. And hilarity ensues. I mean, one of the great lines at the beginning is he's sitting there, Dracula, he's sitting there playing the piano and you hear the, the wolves howling and it gets louder and lots more of them like howling over top of each other. And he, he just kind of glances over his shoulder like, like it's a bother, like, you know, it's real subtle, but it's great. And then finally he just says, children of the night, shut up! and there's also so many great bits in it though and there's some classic farce stuff like when they're coming into the airport uh, in new york and they have his course coffins in a a box transport and it gets mixed up with another coffin that's coming in and the call is this black family Mm -hmm. and so they they renfield gets the black uh family's coffin and they get the Dracula coffin and of course they're having the funeral and they're in the church and Sherman Hemsley is preaching over the guy and it's hilarious and he says because when you're dead you're dead and ain't no coming back from that and then all of a sudden the coffin lid creaks open slowly He and he sits up and goes good evening and they freak out and run <laughs> because brothers and sisters when you is gone you is gone and ain't no way no how Nobody's going to bring you back here once you is dead. Good evening. And he's to, he thinks he's in the, the hotel plaza or the plaza yeah, the, hotel and he's he's asking for his room. He's like, this isn't the hotel plaza. Yeah. And then Sherman Hensley jumps out the window, you know. It's, it's, a, it's a fun little scene. A lot funnier than I'm making it out to be, actually. Yeah. Well, there's a lot of great stuff in this. I mean, the the one-liners are simple, effective. Yeah. It's not over-the-top slapstick funny. No. There, there's a couple of scenes where it borders on that. But it's really, you know, and especially if you like movies from this era like, like I do, you know, the 70s and all. It's a nice little peek into that era, too. Yeah. Uh, oh, there's a, there is a great scene, though. They rip off right from Blackula, mm-hmm. uh, where... Dracula's walking down the street and these three oh, thugs, right. you know, street guys come up to him trying to rob him mm-hmm. and he just takes care of business with them. And that was right out of Blackula. Mm-hmm. I mean, almost seen, you know, the exact scene. Oh, another thing in this, just a little tidbits, not, you know, is the product placement. Mm. A lot of people say, keep saying, you know, they, you always hear them say E.T. was, you know, one of the first movies with, you know, direct product placement in your face. Yeah. And there were other movies that had it. But this, there's the one scene where it prominently, she opens up a refrigerator and all this in there is like a 12-pack of tab. And a kitten. And a kitten, you know, <laughs> and this bottle of wine outside. But it's like that's the centerpiece of the scene is that thing, a tab. And then when she goes to visit Richard Benjamin in the mental hospital and she has like a, a stack of KFC Kentucky Fried Chicken boxes. Yeah, and, and they make a point in. of talking about yeah, it. Yeah, and they make a point of talking about it. 
I guess I was very hungry. <laughs> now, also in in that scene where he's drawing the picture of Dracula with the crayons, mm-hmm. and he writes over it Dracula, and he writes sucks. Yeah, there was a porno called Dracula oh, Sucks, and yeah. I think it was with John Holmes. Okay, that came out early, a little earlier than that, mm-hmm. and that was the working title of this. Was Love Dracula first bite, yeah. Oh. In the, in the, in the writing that. stages, yeah. I guess, well, they probably found out it was a porno. <laughs> oh, well, we don't want to, you know. Not going to use that now. The plot of this movie is kind of a ripoff of a low-budget nudie film in the early 70s called Guess What Happened to Count Dracula? Believe it or not. I don't believe it. Well, you're entitled to not believe it. <laughs> <laughs> I actually have that film. On one of my something weird discs. Oh, well, we should and watch it. And I remember when I, we'll put it as short. It's mm-hmm. not real long, maybe an hour. But I remember when I was watching, I'm like, oh, this is the plot of Love at First Bite, basically, you know. Mm-hmm. Not, no, not near as good. Right. And not near as funny. But it was nudity. So that's, that's a plus. Bonus. Yeah. I remember seeing this movie, God, when it came out mm-hmm. at the Great British Twin Theater. I want to say my uh, my mom dropped me and some friends off up there, and we met. I want to say dropped me and Chris off up there, maybe his brother, and we met Keith up there, and we watched the movie because we all like monsters, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I re- that was cool. I do. I remember seeing that was a great little theater, Great Bridge Twin. Yeah, shame it's not still there. Oh, another interesting thing about this film: the makeup on it. William Tuttle, mm-hmm. the makeup guy, did. Tons of other work. And if you know cult movies and stuff, you've heard the name William Tuttle as far as makeup goes. But a few things that he's done that might be important to us. Young Frankenstein. Uh Forbidden Planet. uh, Seven Faces of Dr. Lyle. Mm -hmm. Night Strangler. Mm -hmm. The Kolchak movie. Time Machine. Mm -hmm. Logan's Run. Oh. And The World, the Flesh, and the Devil. Oh, wow. Yeah. So how about that? Well, that's pretty cool. I I like all of those things. Yeah, yeah this is one I, I think I after watching it on DVD, mm-hmm. I think I do want to get the Blu-ray. Yeah, just for a clean, you know, crisp, clean transfer. Because okay. this was a no bones, no no extras. Yeah, there was nothing on there. This there was, were subtitles, however. There were subtitles. Yeah, this was a, a no bones about it put out quick, just like the Zorro the Gay Blade one DVD. And the quality, the transfer quality is okay. It's not bad. Yeah. It wasn't bad. I didn't notice it as being dark or anything, but no. I know Blu-ray, unless it was a transfer from this. Yeah. <laughs> and plus it's got the song. Overall, though, I got to say that George Hamill's probably one of my favorite Draculas. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's weird. You know, we watched it. I enjoyed it. I laughed. It was fun. Mm-hmm. I've enjoyed George Hamilton quite a bit yeah. as, as Dracula. I enjoyed, crap, what's the name as the doctor? Richard Benjamin. Richard Benjamin, thank you. Yeah. He was quite the annoying pest <laughs> that he was supposed to be. He had some of the greatest reactions and He lines. did. The second way to kill a vampire, Count, three silver bullets through the heart. Jack! Rosenberg. That is a fair book. Really? Are you sure? He did. Just and like, and he was he was absurd about absurd. his, his yeah. insanity to try and, and yeah. get rid of Dracula because obviously he plays the descendant of Von Helsing. 
you know, I mean, there's there's a lot of it was a fun movie. I had a good time yeah. watching. It. I don't really have a whole lot to say about it other than I just really enjoyed watching it. It was fun yeah. and it well, I had a good you, laugh. Yeah, if you get a chance, definitely check this out. This is one of those horror comedies that when people talk about horror comedies, for some reason this gets left out. Yeah. You know, they'll talk about of course Abbott and Costello meet Frankenstein. They'll talk about the you know some of the modern ones and things, mm-hmm. but this gets swept under the rug. It's somewhere maybe it's those years in the middle <laughs> that get forgotten. It I don't could know. be, I don't know. But this is it's really uh, you know it's a good Dracula story, you know comedy. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. And it's well worth a watch. Definitely. I mean, it, everybody was spot on. It was great. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. Definitely worth watching. I'd yeah. watch it again. I had a great time. Yeah, we it's will when not, I get the Blu-ray. <laughs> yeah, it's just not a lot to go into about yeah. it. Yeah. There was nothing spectacular as far as the way it was shot. There, I mean, but it was all solid. Yeah, it was. It's a good, solid little movie. Yeah. And if you're in the mood, like I say, for a horror comedy, definitely check this out. Yeah, it's so much fun. The other one we watched recently here was Zorro the Gay Blade. The now this one Hamilton double feature here. Yes, I had never seen this one, and I enjoyed that one more than <laughs> Love at First well, Bite. And I anticipated I would like Love at First Bite more yeah. because of the what this one had more laugh out loud, absurd comedy bits. I think probably the other, so. The, the Dracula was a little more subtle, but still funny. Yeah, this and was. I'm not sure that that's why I enjoyed Zora the Gay Blade more. Yeah. I don't know what it was about Zora the Gay Blade that I enjoyed more. I just enjoyed well, it's it more. Zorro. Well, I know. And, and I, I was thinking it. about after watching this, you know, I've seen every Zorro movie ever made. Right. You love Zorro. I love Zorro. And I can't think of, you know, I can't think that that I like this one the best and these are all secondary. Yeah. I like them all equally, especially when I'm watching each one. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, I, I prefer, and I can't say I prefer one guy or the other. I love Tyrone Power as Zorro. Mm-hmm. You know, I love... Frank Langella was was a good Zorro. I love Alan Delon. Mm-hmm. Probably, I hate to say that's my favorite Zorro, mm-hmm. but that one, that movie with Alan Delon is just called Zorro. Uh-huh. That one stands out because yeah. it's so much different than the others. Okay. The Antonio Bandera Zorro was fantastic. Yeah. Guy Williams, the Disney Zorro, was fantastic in the show. Mm-hmm. It almost surprises me to hear you say that Antonio Banderas was was fantastic because... It's newer, and a lot of times when they do newer stuff, they really mess it up for you. Yeah, but I think they did a great job. They did. They stuck. They stuck to the Zorro story, and they they added to it instead yeah. of changing it. Right, right. Everything in that one, it's what's his name, Anthony Hopkins plays mm-hmm. Zorro, the pre, the, the, the pre, Zorro, yeah, right. from all the other stories, mm-hmm. and this is him older and Antonio Banderas. And Banderas <laughs> is taking over being Zorro. He's yeah. it's not changing the original story. Yeah. Like Passing that's what bu- that's what bugs me. Yeah. A lot of remakes. They just say, okay, well, we're gonna do it this way now. You know, we're gonna change his yeah. origin and change who he well, is you and all just this. Throw out the original material. Yeah. This is adding to it. Yeah. And this is actually this is a sequel to those movies, is right. what it is. Right. And he did a good job. And it was it was it wasn't Super over the top digital effects and all. It was action adventure, swashbuckling, good guys versus bad guys, mm-hmm. and it wasn't an ambiguous good guy and the, you know and the bad misunderstood bad guy. No, it was those are the bad guys. These are the good guys, and the good guys are taking care of business, saving <laughs> the people from the bad guys. Right. That's all I need. Action adventure story. I don't need all the other bullshit. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Too much of that in real life, and you know, and it was a lot of fun. But 
getting back to Zora the Gay Blade. Yes. <laughs> Going off on a tangent here. Not us. We never do that. No, no. This was, you know, this was a, a lot of fun. It, it The soundtrack was a, was a big help. Uh, the soundtrack was amazing. I, I thought originally, and I always thought this was, they used the same music from like the 74 Langella Zorro, which I thought was lifted from the Tyrone Power Zorro. Well, as soon as the music came on, I heard that the, the main piece, yeah. that main piece. Yeah, that main. Dun, 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 yeah. <laughs> When you hear that piece, I was like, wow, I know this music. I don't know why I know this music, yeah. but I do. It's a good adventure, swashbuckling adventure music, yeah, you know? Yeah. And it's actually from a movie called The Adventures of Don Juan Which with Errol Flynn. Maybe I've seen it. I guess I have because uh, I know I that music. So. Well, I don't know, but I, I know but the that, music. But I, I believe it's been used before. In other okay, things. well, I know that Because it was music. used in this. Mm-hmm. And it's real similar to the Zorro theme from the Marco Zorro. Okay. It's all real similar to that. So that's probably why I thought it was, but it fits perfect for, I mean, it is, now it's Zora music. Yeah. Because <laughs> it was in this. Man, the cast in this, of course, is George Hamilton and uh, the, Brenda Vaccaro is in it and uh, Lauren Hutton, but the main other cast member is Ron Liebman, who is hilarious <laughs> as Captain Esteban. He He's, I love George Hamilton, but... It, <laughs> Ron Liebman's the best thing in it. He's over the top, maniacal, and then you know, and then ropes it back in. Yeah, real yeah. quick. He plays the, of course, Captain Esteban, who who becomes the acting alcalde, and is best friends with Don Diego de la Vega. They grew up together, and Diego comes back at his father's behest to find, and then finds that his father had died before he got there. Mm-hmm. And of course, Captain Esteban is a crook and is trying to take over you know use the people for taxes and hurt them and of course Diego becomes Zorro to combat that yeah yeah well of course his father was Zorro yeah he leaves it well he leaves it to both of his sons yeah I'm getting there I'm getting there (laughs) hold on well that's the thing going into this I didn't realize that there were two sons yeah well there never was before this right well no I mean in this movie anyway you know and the conflict is that Diego and Esteban are friends yes so Esteban seeks Diego's counsel. Right. But then the Zorro, he's fighting him. So, you know, and it's it's really funny. But, yeah, the hook is in this, he comes back to his, see his father, and he gets this big box from his father shaped like a coffin. He opens it up, and it has the Zorro costume in it with a letter. Mm-hmm. And you find out that the letter is to both his sons, because he doesn't know which son's going to get this. Mm-hmm. And apparently one of his sons, he had, Diego stayed in California. Mm-hmm. Or in Spain, Mexico, and the other son went off to the to England and right. joined the British Navy. Mm-hmm. And, <laughs> and we don't know exactly why, do we? It doesn't uh, I really can't matter. remember. But anyway, Diego, his first outing is Zorro. He jumps out of a window and he he busts his ankle. Yes. So his brother shows up, and <laughs> he asks. He says, "You, you know, this letter was written to both of us." You know, you have to take over, you know, take over being Zorro. Yeah. And of course, he's, now, he's very suave, well, a woman's what, man, the whole nine yards, yeah, right? Yeah, Diego is this, you know, swarthy, swashbuckling, you know, <laughs> Spanish nobleman. His brother has <laughs> been in the British Navy for I, it 20 years. Yes, and he does not go by his name no, anymore. No, no, no. Now he his, is. Well, his name was Ramon, but yeah. now he is Bunny Wigglesworth. <laughs> 
and he is this effete, very gay. Yes, the name English British King. accent. Yeah, he says, "Oh, I don't, you know, I don't go by that name anymore. I don't, or I don't use that name anymore. I'm mm-hmm. Bunny Wigglesworth now." You says you was Ramon. You know Ramon Wiggle no more? No, no, I've disinherited that Latin tradition. I'm Bunny Wigglesworth now. I can't believe it. My brother just so different. And George Hamilton's playing both roles. Yes. And, and he does makes it a very master- woman. <laughs> masterfully. Yeah. 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 At some point, they go to a masked ball, and Bunny goes as their cousin, yeah. Margarita something or something. Yeah. No, no. And, I think he actually goes as Bunny. I think she uses Bunny. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Bunny Wigglesworth. Or, no, Margarita Wigglesworth. Was it? Yeah. Okay. Because Esteban calls her, uh, uh, may I call you Wiggy? Oh, right. <laughs> he says. Right. Oh, it was funny. Anyway, go ahead. And the <laughs> Corzora's in the black outfit, and Bunny is like, uh, you know, does it have to be black? <laughs> and, and, he's, and he says something about more fashionable, or if, or if I'm going to show off. There is no shame in being poor, only dressing poorly. Uh, so he, he ends up, <laughs> each time you see him. He's wearing a different color satin Zorro outfit. Oh, and they're amazing. Yeah. Amazing. The so, fringe on the hat, yes. the stuff hanging from the hat. And, and yeah, they're just It's all Zorro, and it's always Zorro style. Yeah, but it's, but a, it's a different, a different solid color, color. And some different fringy yeah. thing on the hat. Yeah, and they're all different. They're all colors of like fruits yeah. and stuff. <laughs> oh, and he, when, he, when he's... Diego's talking to Bunny and do you use a weapon? Yeah, he says, Yeah, are you are you very good with a sword? He said or uh, something about a sword. He says, Well, I've never been good with a sword, but I'm I'm not too bad with a whip. Yeah. So he, <laughs> so uses, he uses the bullwhip. Bull like Zoro has done. Yeah. But that's all he uses. Yeah. And he's really good at oh, it. Oh yeah, yeah. He's like Indiana so Jones all of, with all of whip, his yeah. Z's are very yeah. flourished and rounded <laughs> and beautiful. <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of just straight Straight lines like Zoro's mark normally is, it, it's, which is another thing that's funny. When the, mm-hmm. remember when he first shows oh yeah the, the first time man the first time uh, <laughs> Diego comes out as Zoro, he's he comes out he comes out as Zoro. Yeah, <laughs> no bunny came out as Zoro. They're he and his servant are riding through the countryside. They're going to a costume ball. Mm-hmm. In fact, he first he doesn't he's not going to be Zoro. He says, "Well, I'll just wear this to the costume ball." Right. And he ends up encountering a, a robber, a guy robbing an old man, a farmer, and his grandson, a granddaughter. granddaughter. So mm-hmm. he goes after him, and he comes back, and he, he makes the the Z with the sword, and he says, do you recognize that famous symbol? And he says, oh, yes, senor. It is the number two. <laughs> he says, it's not a two. Oh, sorry, senor. That's how they teach my granddaughter to make two in the school. He said, it is a Z. <laughs> For Zorro. And he goes, oh, Zorro. He goes, Oh, thank you, Bullwinkle. Ah, that's more like it. <laughs> he and he's for as good as he is as Dracula, he is every bit as good as as Zorro. Better. He, he has that even that, better that flourish and that grin and that swashbuckling, you yeah. know, uh, way about. The him. only complaint I have about this movie is that our DVD didn't have any subtitles, so there no. were a few moments where I couldn't understand a damn word they were saying because some of the accents were really yeah. strong. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Now I believe, but it was really worth it. I'm not sure, but I, th- I think Zor the Gay Blade is on YouTube. Oh, okay. I'm not sure about Love at First Bite. Um, you need to watch them both. Yeah. but Zor the Gay Blade is a joy. Yeah. Oh, one of the the funny things in this too. They and did. I love. You know what else I love what? about this? I know this is silly, and and well, not silly, but today, you know, of course, we're all about 
you know, everybody be themselves and whatever yeah. else. And of course, that's exactly yeah. how I feel. But in this, the time that it was made, yeah. they don't want 1981 when it came out. Okay. They don't once mention anything about it. That's just, this is Bunny. This is who Bunny is. Yeah. We don't say a word. No. About the fact that Bunny cross-dresses, about the fact yeah. that Bunny is gay. Just does Not it. that They just do it. And, yeah. and that's well, okay. Well, it's part of the gag. And I love it. Yeah. You know, the, I'm very good with the whip. Ooh. <laughs> right, right. And then when he he dresses as their cousin and goes to the ball, Esteban starts falling for him. Yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. Esteban loves him. Yeah. Oh, uh, it's Or her. Her, yeah. Her. You know? Because uh, yeah. he thinks he, he is, is a girl a at that yeah, point. Yeah. I found it helps to keep them guessing. No, but I mean, that's what I love about it. I yeah. love that there's not a big deal made about it. There's no big... There's nothing in your there's face. There's no agenda going on no. here. It's just... This is Bunny. Yeah. Ramon is now Bunny, and Bunny is who Bunny is supposed yeah. to be. End of story. And it's funny. That's who it's we're a joke. Be. It's comedy. Well, but the it's fact that joke, Bunny people. is there yeah. is not a joke. No. It's not that Bunny's a joke. It's that no. this is who Bunny is, period. Yeah. And but they play her brother off. doesn't they just play care. Off right. But then they take it off and yeah. go with the rest of his being funny. I just yeah. loved that. Exactly. Yeah. It, oh, <laughs> and that was funny. When they're introducing the Dons at that meeting Esteban has, yeah, their names are all names of towns mm-hmm. in California, mm-hmm. but they're not from those towns. Okay. They introduce, Don Diego is from San Francisco. Mm-hmm. Don Francisco is from San Jose. <laughs> Don Fernando is from San Diego. Don Jose is from San Bernardino. <laughs> and Don Luis is from Bakersfield. Nice. <laughs> Not from San anything. Not from San anything. <laughs> that that one really cracked me up. That's that scene. And yeah, just hit me the right way. Oh, when they all walk in and say he was dressed like a what? Like no, no. A when they banana. introduce themselves. Oh, that later. Scene, yeah, yeah. Now when they come in and introduce themselves. Yeah, when they. I mean, when they come in and they're saying he was dressed like, uh, like a you know, in a rose, a purple, like like a purple or whatever. It says no, oh, like a plum, a plum. <laughs> And then he was dressed like a banana. And then he was dressed like a rose. So yeah. it's fruits and flowers. So and So two fruits and a flower. Yeah. <laughs> he was dressed in green. Green like a, what did he say? Green? A lime. Lime? No, no like an avocado. avocado. <laughs> he was dressed in yellow like a big banana. Uh, I think he's trying to tell me something. First a plum, then a banana. I know. Just tell me what he wore. Green. Like a lamb. Like an avocado. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Yeah, that was amazing. Dang, you know one thing I love about this movie? What's that? They don't unmask the hero at the end. They do not. You are correct. Awesome. Oh, unless you count that the fact they come to the 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 next masked ball and everybody is unmasked. <laughs> well, yeah, there, yeah. There's one scene where he shows up after Zorro has made his debut. He shows up to another masked ball. They have like three of them during this film. Mm-hmm. Diego shows up dressed as Zorro, and Esteban rips the mask off. Says, "Oh, I know it was you." And then another guy, and he says, "But no, I." He said, "No, I'm not Zorro. I did as you asked in yeah. your letter. You told me to come dressed as Zorro. I thought it was strange and bad taste, but I figured, why? You, you know, why not? You're the Akalde." And then another guy comes in. Hello, Akalde. He goes, "Ah, oh, that's Zorro." And he goes over there, rips the mask off. He's another one of the Dons, yeah. and everybody is comes dressed as Zorro. Yeah, it was Zorro's master plan to have everyone <laughs> dressed as Zorro. 
This is another one. Definitely one to seek out and just have fun with. It was a joy. Yeah, both these movies were a lot of fun and much needed fun uh, right now no to watch. No kidding. And, you know, I may watch them both again because uh, I haven't seen them in so long and I did enjoy them mm-hmm. quite a bit when we watched them. In fact, I think I'm going to order the Blu-ray of Love at First Bite <laughs> to see that. Is um, there a Blu-ray of, of the, Gay Blade? the Gay Blade? I will look and see if there is. I would like subtitles. Yeah, because we'll... That'd we'll, be great. Yeah, and we'll definitely watch these again because they were so much fun. Uh, I, you know, this is going to be, I guess, a kind of a short one. I can't think of a whole lot more to say about them. You know, it's the the real basic, straightforward plots. Mm-hmm. Everybody in them was solid and funny. There was no slow spots at either either film. Nothing dragged. Mm-hmm. They just moved right along at a, at a you know really good pace, both of them. And they both were a lot of fun. I felt good after watching them. So yep. I mean, what else is there to say? You know. Yep, yep. That's exactly what we needed and what we wanted when we yeah. watched it. So there you go. Feel cool. good. Hilarity, one of them Exactly, exactly. So what do we have left to do there, Rob? Well, as always, we have to prove that the world revolves around Planet of the Apes. And I know, you know, anybody who's just like listening to the podcast for the first time, whatever, that seems really weird right now. And everybody else is like, oh, God, we got to hear this explanation one <laughs> more time. <laughs> but the reason we do this is because many years ago, me and my, you know, one of my closest friends ever in the whole entire world, blah, 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 blah getting too mushy. Uh, <laughs> Clayton Sayer and I discovered that the world revolves around Planet of the Apes. You can connect anything and anybody back to the original Planet of the Apes series many years before they started this Six Degrees of Kevin Bacon thing. Yeah. We discovered this. So with just about every episode we do here, Phyllis will throw something at me from the movies we're talking about, and I will connect it in as few steps as possible back to Planet of the Apes. Or sometimes many steps. If or we sometimes many fun. steps. It depends, you know. Okay, so I think we just have to go with George Hamilton, because, you know, fun. George Hamilton, all right. All right, George Hamilton. Let's see. Uh, you know, the, the, the bitch about this is a lot of times, and I know a lot of this worthless information, you know. Yes. But I draw blank. Sometimes well, I get put on happens. the spot. Yeah, that's what happens. But George Hamilton was people. in tons of movies. Let's see. He was in Doc Hollywood with Michael J. Fox. Okay. Michael J. Fox was in The Secret of My Success with Richard Jordan. All right. Richard Jordan was in Logan's Run with Michael York. Mm-hmm. Michael York was in The Three Musketeers with Charlton Heston. Charlton Heston. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> Well done. And not too many steps at all. Ooh, no, no. Sometimes it's a lot. Sometimes it's none. You know, sometimes there's one. Yep. Yeah, um, like what last episode. Yeah. That was insane. <laughs> ah, well, once again, you have proven the world does indeed revolve around Planet of the yes, Apes. Yes, it does. So go watch the Apes movies. <laughs> or the TV show like we've been doing. Yeah. Oh, we've got to finish that. Yeah. yeah we'll do that this week, maybe. Yep. Uh, that's about it. I mean, this is a real short one this time. Of course, we'll, you know, add some clips and stuff in here and I'll we'll post as many pictures as I can find and interesting stuff on the Facebook page so check that out and the trailer for both films I'll throw up there too yep. so sounds good I think that's about it that's all I got so till next time thanks for listening good night everybody good night good night